0: What is the future of movies releasing going to look like? And are movie theaters still in the picture? How many Spider-Mans are going to be in the new Spider-Man movie? What's the real reason George Lucas sold Star Wars to Disney? We explore that and more on today's iCarliest, Fakiest, xenomorphiest episode of
1: NostalgiaCast.
2: Andrew's in the bunker. Andrew's in the bunker. Andrew's
0: in that bunker, yeah. Welcome to NostalgiaCast, your weekly roundup of the best and most up-to-date nostalgic news, where we discuss the stories from our bunkers and give our thoughts. Let's take a look back into our childhoods through the lens of modern pop culture with your hosts Andrew Price, Dad Beats, aka Kirk Pinchon, and sometimes Tyler Palo, but not too day with a number two
1: for instead a poop, of instead of poopy poop. oh yes sorry.
0: he's he's taking a poopy
2: <laughs> he's taking a, he's been taking a poopy for weeks now yeah, that's, that's why, why, why not i keep not asking him he's
0: like the poopy's not done <laughs> still doing the poopy
2: still doing the po- i love that song still doing the poopy oh such a good jam it's like the twist but different
1: Everybody knows
0: that they have to go do the poopy, poop, poop. And when they're there, they lose their hair doing the poopy,
2: poop, poop. Hey, listen, if you record that and then we get a DeLorean and go back in time.
0: We could make me that, that most will be successful a- rock artist of history. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah
0: for sure Absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean Chubby Checker he did the Twist and it was a one-hit wonder. He really could never recapture the the success of that initial song he tried. Well, tried. he did do the Twist again. Yeah, but it did it, it never it never caught on like that. He 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 ended no. up kind of fading into being a one-hit wonder. But if I went back and I did the Poopy, <laughs> that would be the beginning of me uh Replacing Elvis Presley in the in the canon yeah. of legendary rock performers.
2: Let's think of like up next, Andrew Price is doing the poopy on Hullabaloo. Yep. Oh,
0: it's the, an opportunity to change the course of history. Dick Clark introducing me. <laughs> Number one with a bullet, doing the poopy. Casey Kasem. This is all, everybody.
2: I I really wish we could make this happen.
0: We just got to invent time travel. And if we we do invent time travel, this will definitely be the thing that we stick with doing. (laughs) If if we legitimately invented time travel, we wouldn't then realize like, oh, there's way more important things we could do with this. We would just still stick to this.
1: Yeah.
2: We'd just be doing these things. Here's what would be really sad. We invent time travel strictly to go back in time to make Do the Poopy a hit, and it's not a hit. And we just give up time travel, We're just like
0: we, we just completely get uh, our spirits crushed and we're just, yeah. we're just we break the time machine and, not, yeah. and we don't break it in the way that they usually break it in movies where they're breaking it because they don't want anybody to like be able to go back and change things or like, you know, people shouldn't mess with history or whatever. We break it because we're just like,
2: fuck, <laughs> we're just salty.
0: Yeah, fuck time travel.
2: People are like, no, 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 we can do it. And you're like, nope. Didn't work. It's dumb.
0: Yep. Love it. Uh so what, what's going on? What's going on, Kirky?
2: Let's got, talk about
0: uh, wh- how this all started. You're in the bunker. I'm in the bunker. I'm in the bunker. I mean, it's weird. I've been we've been we've been casting from from our houses for nine months. The the baby's just fully gestated. <laughs> We've fully come to the realization that this isn't going to end anytime soon. Uh, I have another podcast I do that I also record. I, uh, I've been working on a lot of music. And my wife finally said that I needed to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> yeah. And now my office is in our garage.
2: I mean, not to freak you out. But if someone came behind you and slit your throat right now, I'd be like, that tracks. Yeah. And I think you would be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that would be my final
0: dying words. Just, I'd be like,
1: that checks out. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Not mad at it. Yeah. (laughs) Where's the lie?
0: <laughs> uh, uh,
2: we have fun. I really
0: I really hope those are my last words.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's wonderful.
0: And I hope it's like I mean <laughs> I ideally it's decades and decades into the future where that yeah. where that where that phrase is no longer popular so it's just like some old antiquated term.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Uh, so, uh, oh, but yeah, but what's going on with you? You're not, you're, you're, uh, you deflected. uh, I I asked you how you were, and you you deflected it away to talk about the bunker.
2: I, I mean, I don't have anything interesting. I'm, I'm still allowed in the house, Andrew.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I sleep out here now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm allowed in the house. Uh, we just about to start this podcast, and you know, my wife works at the dining room table a little bit away from me. And I was like, oh, hey, I thought, the podcast. for some reason, I thought
0: you were going to say my work. My wife works at the diner down the street.
2: <laughs> It'd be great. Um, and she's like, oh, you doing know the podcast. And she just immediately says nothing and just walks upstairs. She's yeah. like, I want no part of it.
0: Well, the last time she was in the in the way hmm. we, we, we I'm sure she didn't like I'm sure she didn't like the uh, actually being called out on the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, you know,
0: you called her you called her out for not being a true. Um, What was it? What were we talking Uh, about?
2: It had to be. Some uh, band. Oh. What was it?
0: You called her out for not being a true fan of some band that you liked. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what it was.
2: That didn't go well.
0: Yeah. Uh, So uh, it's a little bit of a a light episode today um, because it's a slow news week. So there's not a whole lot of stories. And uh, we're going to call these episodes. Kirky quickies.
3: Uh,
0: people. Which is also the name of something else. Yep. People love people love the Kirky Quickies. Mm-hmm. Uh but because and so it's it's a it's a Kirky Quickie today. And uh we also don't have a, a can you go for that? No, there's not gonna be any can you go for that segment today because there's just not a whole lot of news and there wasn't any rumors. So instead, I'm going to improvise. Ooh. A song for each segment.
1: (laughs) This
2: will be wonderful. All right.
1: Industry news. Don't get the blues because it's industry news. Yeah.
2: You know what? Shades of crazy on you by uh, um, Heart. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah
0: yeah.
1: Crazy on you. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> on you. Yeah, now I, do yeah. it
2: again and just sing industry news. It's it's
1: wonderful. Industry news. Yeah. Industry news.
0: Nice. There's also. Uh,
1: Hit me, hit
2: <laughs> You'll find hit it.
1: Hit me with Background singer. But da 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 da
2: For those wondering, he's looking for Pat Venditte. Hit me with your best yeah. shot. <laughs> I'm trying. To,
0: I'm, I'm trying to find it. I- you had it for a second. I got that part.
1: Hit me with your best shot. Da. <laughs>
2: you're not leaving till you find this
1: there it is hit me with your best shot why don't you fire away hit me with your best shot
0: wait no no it's not right hit
1: me with your best shot why don't you hit me with your best shot? Hit me with your best shot. There it is. There it is. Fire away.
2: All right. Perfect segue. Hit us with it. All right. So
0: um the big news that's happened, uh it, I, I think it I think it it was announced like Because we record, I mean, we've said this a million times. So we we record on Thursdays and then we Mm -hmm. put the episodes out on Mondays. And I think in between recording on Thursday and then Monday, this news came out. So it's kind of old news because it was like sometimes we don't quite align with news where we'll just miss something. And then it ends up being old news because we're going to record on this Thursday and then it's going to come out a full week after it, you know, kind of was big. But Warner Brothers announced that they are putting their entire slate of films for all of 2021 on HBO Max first or not first, but they're going to put them out in theaters and then simultaneously on HBO Max for 31 days. So every new movie that they put out, it's going to immediately be streaming and technically in theaters. But like, honestly, that's just a formality to like assuage the theater people, because yeah, you know, not a lot of people are going to the movies like they you know, they, it's just, it's, it's like only like the bravest of the stupid are going to
2: the theater. (laughs) Um, Yes. And that way they can go, Hey, we put it in the theaters. It's not our fault if no one chose.
0: And they're putting it on HBO max for 31 days before taking it down. And then it'll remain in theaters and then it'll go through the normal process of coming onto video and then making its way back to streaming. Um, So that was a big announcement. All their movies for 2021. They've already got Wonder Woman out on that. And uh, some people aren't happy. The movie theater industry, you know, NATO, not that NATO, but the other NATO.
2: This NATO is more important.
0: Yeah, the more important NATO is super mad. Uh, AMC released a scathing uh, rebuke of this. And Christopher Nolan, old Papa Noli, (laughs) <laughs> uh, director of Inception, all three Batman movies, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, uh, <clears throat> and the most recent Tenet. Uh, he's, pretty, he's pretty salty. And uh, honestly, the whole thing, War Brothers says that the whole thing was inspired by Tenet because they put Tenet out and it bombed.
2: Yeah, it, it didn't made, do that well.
0: Yeah, it made it made less than $60 million at the US box office. And they were basically like, Well, that was that was an experiment. We tried it out and people are not going to the movie theater, so instead of just continuing to try to do this failed, doomed experiment over and over again of putting movies out in theaters and just hoping people go to see them, we are going to completely change our entire distribution model, at least for this year as a trial run Mm -hmm. and put out all of our movies on HBO Max. And uh, in response to this, and in, in addition to the scathing remarks from AMC and NATO and stuff like that, um, Christopher Nolan wasn't happy and he said he called HBO Max the worst streaming service. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but uh, the CEO of Warner Media, or yeah, Warner Media, uh, Ann Sarnoff, said in response, uh, he, she said, um, We learned a lot about the inclination of people to go to theaters when they're open, obviously. Um, uh, what we learned through tenant is that the U S is not quite ready to get, not quite ready yet to fully reopen and have full engagement of fans back in theaters. Hence this new strategy. Um, we have movies which are ready to go and they've been sitting on shelves. We thought this was the most creative and win-win situation to bring them out, not only in theaters, but simultaneously for 31 days on HBO max so that people who don't have access to theaters in the U S are able to see the movies and we're able to market them more fully. Um, so, uh, Nolan wasn't happy about this and he, he referred to it as, as a dysfunctional strategy and that it'll batter the studio's relationship with filmmakers and talent. He said, some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out that they weren't working, for, that they were working for the worst streaming service.
2: He mad.
0: Yeah, he's he mad. Um, Warner Brothers had an incredible machine for getting a filmmaker's work out everywhere, both in theaters and in the home, and they are dismantling it as we speak. They don't even understand what they're losing. Their decision makes no economic sense, and even the most casual Wall Street investor can see the difference between disruption and dysfunction.
2: Um, I got some words about that.
0: Yeah, and then uh, in response, um, John Stankey, the chief executive of AT&T, which... Larger parent company of Warner Media said, um, "I know there's a lot of noise out there in the market that different people have different points of view. Uh, Fundamentally, one of the most one of the unfortunate effects of the pandemic is there's basically have been no theatrical exhibition business, and that's a that's painful for a lot of people. Our feeling is there's a win win type of solution that there's a win for us, there's a win for our customers, and there's a win for our partners. And anytime you're going to change a model, it creates a degree of noise, and this is certainly no exception. So." The movie theater industry is not super happy about this. Uh, Christopher Nolan specifically, who is kind of this figurehead of this whole, like keep movie theaters alive um, movement uh, is not happy at all. Uh, But, but Warner Warner media and AT&T seem pretty, uh, pretty strong in their resolve that uh, they're doing this and they're not too worried about the criticism. And um, they're pretty, they're, they're fairly confident in it as a strategy. I mean, at the very least, certainly confident as a strategy to work for them, whether or not it actually results in this win-win scenario that they're talking about, where it's going to benefit everybody uh, is remains to be seen. But
2: yeah, I boy, oh boy. I hate to side with management, (laughs) but I kind of go, what's the better solution? Like, Hey, Mr. Nolan, who I do love his movies and we'll eventually see tenet. But I'm like, what? What's your solution? You can't put movies into a theater. It's been proven it doesn't work. We tried with your movie; it didn't work. We have to think of a a, a pivot. We're going to do this pivot. Do you have an alternative pivot? And it seems like no. I just don't like this.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of the, that's a lot of what the arguments feel like to me. Um, I'll, I'll read this. Um, Real quick, as an example because it's it's relevant
2: All right. um, I don't know what I'm looking at here, but it's this is just a random
0: Facebook picture um that's funny you say that because that kid he's a family member's child, and um he is a little creepy <laughs> and. What, <laughs> And one time we went to a family function a long time ago, years ago. Um, and that little kid walked up to Ephraim and he said, hi. And then Ephraim just backed up with wide eyes of fear. And then he like clung to me. And then I picked him up and I walked away and he said,
1: dad, that kid said hi to me.
0: <laughs> in like a terrified voice.
1: I mean, he gets it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he, he knows.
0: Um, so I said, um. It's just kind of a joke slash observation I made, but it's relevant. So I said, um, the quote unquote, the shutdown is bad because it's destroying the economy and causing mental health issues and quote unquote, watching a movie at home will never compare to seeing it in a theater. Crowds are both very funny to me because they just seem to not be able to process that nobody is doing this because they want to. It's like, they think they're the one, the only ones realizing, Hey, this all sucks and think everybody else is doing it for fun.
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Of course, Warner brothers doesn't want to do this.
0: Yeah. And then they it just, didn't have to, it just feels symbolic of that bigger narrative where there's like, there's a group of people who's just like watching movies in a theater is, will always be the more superior uh, uh, viewing experience and we shouldn't destroy the movie theater industry. And it's not as good as watching movies at home. And, then, and it's like they don't understand that the other people I mean I'm sure that there's tons of people who are just like, yeah, fuck movie theaters like I'll just watch movies at home. I don't care but that's not yeah. the main overarching narrative that's being used here that's like certain people think that, but that's yes. not the main that's not the main overarching thing of why people aren't going to the movie theaters the the main overarching reason why people aren't going to movie theaters is because of an uncontrollable pandemic that is forcing us to make it where it's not safe to go gather into huge crowds inside of buildings. And so these people that rail against these things, it's like, what is, what is the alternative? What are you, what are you suggesting? And the only, the only possible logical um, rationale for saying that is if you don't think that the pandemic is a big deal and you think it's actually fine to go to movie theaters, which I don't agree with at all. And if that's what you think, at least that makes sense while you're making this argument. But if you're not making that argument and you're acknowledging that the pandemic is serious then what is your solution what is the alternative i don't understand what you're trying to say
2: yeah the only other solution quote unquote would be like well just wait it out which is not any better because you're like well we got to wait it out for whoever knows how long there's literally not no money being made from these movies because we can't release them yeah so you might as well release them on streaming. Yeah, I really I, mean, why not? I, really,
0: I really don't understand what the alternative is. Yeah, it's it's like, it's like people are like living in a weird, like fantasy alternate reality where like just the the situation isn't what it is. And somehow this hypothetical solution is just don't do this without yeah. any actual yeah. rationale behind that
2: don't do this, I don't have a solution in place of it. And it does kind of, it's a little, it bums me out a little bit because I'm like, oh, Christopher Nolan's cool. He makes cool movies. I like going to see his stuff. And then you read this and you're like, ah, oh, I get that you're upset, accept- you, but you know, we're all upset. Yeah. All of it, like you said, none of us really like this. None of us are like, hooray, no movie theaters. Yeah. We're like, well, I, mean, I, I mean, guess it's the next best thing.
0: For sure. I mean, I don't. I don't go. I don't go uh, around town a lot. Um, Full I don't, go, I don't go outside and go into the city a lot. And um, I've certainly haven't been to any movie theaters in like nine months. Um, and I don't really see, even see movie theaters because I don't go around in the city a lot. But we were we were traveling back. We we, we were on a road trip, and we we stayed at a at a at a hotel. And in the in the little um, this was a couple months ago, and it was before the pandemic stuff got really bad again. Uh, and we in the same like little whatever the little whatever you call it, the little, just congregations of places that are all in the same parking lot or whatever, in where this Marriott was, there was also a regal cinema and all it was all the lights were on it was all lit up it was a big it was a big multiplex all the outside lights were on um i don't know if it was open or not there were cars outside i guess it was open um but it, whatever it was it was all lit up as if it was open or whatever and it just it filled me with so much s- sadness and nostalgia mm-hmm. just to see that vision of like the outside of a movie theater with all the lights on it was it just broke my heart so
2: let me let me flash back to a little more than a year ago when all of us went and saw Rambo.
0: Yep. When we all saw Rambo last that blood. might as well
2: have been six years ago.
0: Yeah. We all went and saw Rambo last blood at the Lamley seven in North Hollywood.
2: Yeah, I mean that was like early fall, I think.
0: Little did we know it would be last blood.
2: <laughs> yep. Dun dun dun. Yep. That's why you're in the bunker.
0: Mm-hmm. Had a lot of time in this bunker to come up with that zinger. Worth it. So uh the next segment is
1: Pop culture news don't you have the blues just listen to the pop culture news come on everybody let's all celebrate as much as we can in this pandemic and let's find it find it masticate (laughs) while we watch our movies pop culture news
2: Okay, after each one of these, I'm going to give you my hot take. Okay. Uh, I thought it was going into Lola. Not Lola. uh, Yeah, Lola by the Kinks. Uh, And then I felt like it was getting into Oasis Wonderwall. Oh, yeah. And then some sort of uh, undescribable Goo Goo Dolls.
0: That's... That's exactly what I was going for.
2: Boom. Nailed it. Uh,
0: So uh, an alien TV series has been announced by Marvel. Um, And uh, so earlier this year, Marvel Comics announced that it had been it had obtained the rights to publish comics based on the seminal alien franchise after its parent, the Walt Disney Company, acquired 20th Century Fox. Having already begun republishing classic alien comics, Marvel on Monday announced its first new alien stories. Um, oh wait, no, this is this isn't a show.
2: No, it's comics, right?
0: It's comics. Yeah. I mean that's still cool. I thought it was a show. Oh, okay. So they're doing yeah. They're, they're comics. Doing, they're doing they're doing a new comic alien series. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure my friend Dave, who's a comic artist, would be very disappointed in me being disappointed that this is about comics and not a show. Yeah, this is all coming weird. But uh yeah, this isn't this isn't quite as big as I was thinking it was. <laughs> uh
2: certainly not for me.
0: Yeah. The, yeah, they're the, yeah, so they're they're going to do a new alien comic series.
2: <laughs> Marvel.
0: Right. That's pretty cool. It's not really something worth discussing too much. I thought I thought it was a TV series.
2: Um I'll, 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 let's finish it out then with um, are you here for it? Can you go for that as a comic? Will uh, you read really. it?
0: I don't really. I don't really. <laughs> <read that. laughs> After
2: all that, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't really.
0: I don't read. I don't really read licensed comics. Um, okay. Brag. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't think of any licensed comics I read or have okay. ever really read or enjoyed.
2: Okay. Can I give you another thing, then? If this is a compliment, the okay improvised song was the highlight of this segment. I mean,
0: yeah. I, well, there's still a couple more stories, but Oh yes. I know, no, for, so this, far, for this yes. Yeah. So far, yes. But that's yeah. that's a low bar. <laughs> um uh in my rush to get this this outline uh put together, I I didn't fully read that and didn't realize that it was talking about a comic series. Which is, that's, why, that's why you're in the bunker. Which is cool news, but really not a big newsworthy thing to talk about because they put out licensed comic book series all the time. Uh, but here's some bigger news. They're, they're rebooting iCarly. They're not even rebooting it. They're bringing it back. Oh, oh. iCarly has been ordered as a revival for the Paramount Plus streaming service, which I didn't even know existed. What the fuck is Paramount Plus?
2: Oh, Paramount—they the ones that do. Um, oh, what's that Kevin Costner cowboy one? It's really popular. There's a Kevin cowboy Costner series. Cowboy one? There's a Kevin Costner cowboy series on Paramount called like not Grindstone or something Stone. It's a cowboy thing.
0: Cowboy Way, starring
2: cowboy- Woody Harrelson. Underrated film. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, not really. It's
0: terrible. I was going to say, I was like, I mean, if, no. if, if you're into that, sure. No, no. I, don't, I don't remember it being anything special.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. Uh,
0: yeah. So here's uh, here's some news that's sure to wake up. Hello, members- sorry. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't watched it for sure, no. but because we're not that. 60. Yeah. Uh, here's some news that's sure to wake up the members <clears throat> of the iCarly Nation. The series is returning. TV line has. Learn exclusively that Paramount Plus streaming service currently known as CBS All Access. Oh, CBS All Access. The one thing with Starship Discovery on it. I didn't know that they were changing the name of it. Um, Has ordered a revival of the wildly popular Nickelodeon comedy with original stars Miranda Cosgrove, who played Carly, Jerry Traynor, who played Spencer, and Nathan Kress, who played Freddie. all set to return. Uh, Jay Kogan and Ali Shooten have signed up on to develop the update. The original iCarly series, which was created by Dan Schneider and aired on Nickelodeon from 2007 to 2012, followed a group of best friends creating a webcast while grappling with everyday problems and adventures.
2: Before we stop, or before we start, I'm going to ask a question to my daughter, who is off air. Lily, they're going to revive iCarly. Do you care? They're not going to have Sam in it. And- no, it's all the original characters. I know, they said they're not going to have Yeah, no, there's the no Sam. Character my favorite and also I never watched him. Okay, there you go. She says there's no Sam, so that's a that's a, a ding and she never watched that carly. That yeah. from the 13-year-old. Wait a
0: minute. How could how could not having Sam be a ding if she I hasn't watched it?
2: I'm not it's uh not going to get into it because I feel like mm. she will attack me.
0: Okay. Yeah, the uh the um I don't, it doesn't say here in the story. I don't think that, I don't think they've actually given any real information because this is the early stages of this announcement. But the that that actress I forget her real name. That w- she plays Carly's best friend, the like co-host of iCarly. Um, she went on to be in a, another Nickelodeon show called Salmon Cat with Ariana Grande. Oh. Um, and now she does like YouTube videos, and I don't know whether they. I think, I think maybe she had some kind of controversy in her career, like something happened or something like that. I forget. I don't, I don't know. I don't follow these things, but I think (laughs) she had like a scandal or something. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know whether it's Nickelodeon or I don't know whether it's the production not asking her to come back because of her scandal or also I think she's kind of gotten out of the entertainment industry a little bit. Like she does YouTube videos, but I don't think she, she's like quit being an actor so oh, maybe okay. it's that she doesn't want to be in it. I don't know. I doesn't say it could be one or the other. I don't know.
2: I thought it'd be really funny if she was like, she's so successful at doing YouTube videos that to take iCarly would be a pay cut.
0: No, it's kind of the opposite. Like she was, she was, uh, she was in that salmon cat show with Arnia, Ariana Grande. And it was really popular for a while, but it was, it was short lived because I guess they fought so much. And there was just kind of like a really Tumultuous set, and the show got canceled really fast. And then, like, Ariana Grande's career just went on to like explode, and she became like one of the biggest celebrities in the world. And the other girl just didn't, and she just like nothing, her career kind of stalled. Oh, okay. And, and now she's she like, Yeah, and she just like does, she does like YouTube videos now. Oh, okay. Which All is right. not bad. Like, she no, just, she's out in the her. industry. Not yeah. like, it's not like, oh, you're a loser because you didn't become a huge celebrity, but not that's just, that, just kind of where her career went. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so this is some, this is, this is some multi, I mean, pun intended. This is a multi, <laughs> this is a multi tentacled story. It nailed with, it. With many details, a bunch of stuff going on. We've talked about parts of it on the show before. There's all kinds of developments. Some of it's fact. Some of it's rumor. Some of it was rumor. Some of it that's now been confirmed. Some of it's still rumors with more rumors on top of them. It's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But suffice to say that the movie Spider-Man 3 is going to be like one of the craziest fucking joints to come out in a while.
2: They're fucking Oceans 11 in it.
0: Yeah. So we've talked about these rumors before on the show, like <clears> back <throat> when they were legit rumors. And mm-hmm. it was like early, like we did, we did these as, can you go for that? So it was like, we, it wasn't even like acknowledging that they were true in the slightest. It was like, some people have said this, would it be cool? And <clears> now <throat> we're talking about it in the real news. Um, so there's been a bunch of rumors that for Spider-Man three, they're going to introduce like the Spider-Verse basically. So, you know, if you've seen, if you've seen, um, into- yeah, I told you you're going to die in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some Something's going down outside. Um, Nina, stop. Uh, if, if you've seen into the Spider-Verse, the animated Sony Spider-Man film, um, it introduces this concept that, of multiple multiple dimensions, multiple universes with different versions of Spider-Man, which is, you know, basically of what happens on a regular basis in the comics. Mm-hmm. In, in Marvel Comics, there are multiple universes. And it's basically an excuse for them to have different storylines where they can have a writer doing like the main Spider-Man universe, which is the amazing Spider-Man with Peter Parker and Mary Jane and all of like the normal aspects, but then they can also have a different writer go off and write a story about Miles Morales as Spider-Man. That's, that's a different universe where Peter Parker died and then he became Spider-Man. And then there's like Spider-Gwen where Peter Parker died as a kid. And then Gwen Stacy, his girlfriend, she ends up becoming the Spider-Man of that universe. She's Spider-Woman. Um, there's all these different universes. And it's just an, it's basically an excuse just to have different stories being told um, without Without with, while it's still making sense um, and not confusing people, but writers have now gone on and they've gotten meta with it, where they've crossed over the different universes, and so you can have you know multiple Spider-Men in diff- in the same story. In the you know like the, the, Into the Spider-Verse is largely based on a a a, a, a story arc by Brian Michael Bendis called spider men where. Peter Parker, Spider-Man from the main Amazing Spider-Man universe comes over into the ultimate Spider-Man universe and teams up with Miles Morales. And that's kind of what those movies were based on, as well as a couple of other things. Uh, so now this rumor has been that they're incorporating that idea into the live action Spider-Man movie. Um, and a lot of that rumor was fueled by the fact that of casting. Um, casting news that um Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3. Um mm-hmm. and Spider Doctor Strange has the ability to cross over into different dimensions and timelines and things like that. And so people started talking about rumors that all these things were going to happen that like they were trying to get um Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield into the movie to play their versions of Spider-Man in this and then there was like news of like, oh, they're, they're, they're bringing Kirsten Dunst back to play Mary Jane from the Ted Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Mans. And last episode, we talked about the rumor that they were trying to get Alfred Molina back to play Doc, Dr. Octopus or Doc Ock um, from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or Spider-Man movies. Um, and then there's been like rumors that they're getting Emma Stone back to play her version of Gwen Stacy and it's just ballooned and ballooned and ballooned to this idea to this point where just like, yeah, like they're getting everybody from the from the Andrew Gar- Garfield um, Amazing Spider Man movies and the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies. They're getting all of them back to come into this movie to this do this big, giant star studded, like multi universe extravaganza. Um. Oh, and, the, and that they're giving—they're getting Jamie Foxx to come back to play Electro and all these things. So these have all been rumors, but now some of this stuff has been confirmed or largely confirmed. Um, so let's see. So, the, so there's the rumors of Andrew Garfield coming back as Peter Parker, Kirsten Dunst coming back as MJ, Alfred Molina coming back as Doctor Octopus, Tober Maguire coming back as his version of Spider-Man, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Yada yada yada. Um it looks like Emma Stone and Tobey Maguire have been reported to be undergoing negotiations so that's like a little bit more of a real confirmation that this might be actually happening um Charlie Cox is almost re- also reportedly joining in reprising his role as Daredevil from the Netflix Daredevil series um that one's more so a, Yeah, that one's more of a rumor Um, I think it's been confirmed that Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro. Um, JK Simmons is going to be back as J. Jonah Jameson. That one's the most confirmed because he literally was in the second, the end of the second movie as J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, here's his bullshit. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then most recently, Tobey Maguire was spotted on the Warner brothers set, not the Warner brothers set. What am I talking about? Spotted on the, um, Sony set, uh, going in for a costume fitting, which seems to heavily imply that he's gum. He's coming back because Tom McGuire doesn't really, he's not in movies anymore. He doesn't really do anything anymore. So he's on, he's on the Sony set for a costume fitting, which pretty much all but confirms that he is coming back and he's going to play Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, Definitely. Um, Here, Here's what's bullshit. Where's Nicholas Hammond? Nicholas Hammond?
1: Hmm.
2: Nicholas Hammond, the guy who played Spider-Man on the TV movie in 1977. Oh. I just had to look that name up.
0: He'll be back.
2: The, what the, if he is? What he's if gonna he's gonna there? This, I mean, We
0: got, got Dr. Strange. We got Daredevil. We got three different versions of Spider-Man. We got Gwen Stacy. We got two MJs. We got two Doc Ocks. Like they'll, they'll get that guy back.
2: Where's for sure. first serious question though. Where's Michael Keaton as Batman? Hey, <laughs> that would be fucking great. Yes. Oh, yeah, be, he was, he was, yeah, in, he, he was the
0: villain. In, yeah. He was vulture in, in the first Spider-Man yeah. in, in far or in a uh, homecoming.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you're uh, going yeah, to bring everyone back in here. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to lean into bringing everyone back, bring everyone back. Yeah. Yeah,
0: this, this thing is, this thing is looking crazy and, and it's in and the, the news in itself is crazy because some of this stuff is like rumor and some of it was rumor, but it's now confirmed. And it, so it's like, it's really hard to get a grasp on what of this stuff is really happening and what if it's just rumor. But like, it seems to me like if they're trying to get Tobey Maguire back and they, he's on set for a on, on, uh, on the lot for a costume fitting, it seems pretty likely that they're also getting Andrew Garfield back because why would they get Tobey Maguire, but not Andrew Garfield? So like, yeah. It feels like this is an example of like if a couple of these things are true, it feels likely that maybe all of them are true.
2: Yeah, it's an all or nothing scenario. You're yeah. not going to get some of them and then not all of them. As soon as one domino falls, they all fall.
0: Yeah. So, we'll, we'll we'll continue reporting on the developments on this as they will continue to more rumors will continue to be confirmed as as real or debunked as false or whatever, I'm sure that there will, this won't be the last time that this comes up. If, um,
2: they bring, if we find out that Nicholas Hammond indeed is going to be in here, you best put it in the outline.
0: Yeah, that's the, the episode will only be about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, just it'll talking another, about that.
0: It'll be another quirky quickie. Yeah. Um, and on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to watch some <sighs> stuff. I still haven't figured out how to really name this segment properly.
2: I like watch stuff.
0: Yeah, we're going to watch some stuff when we come back. All right. So. First thing we're going to do on today's edition of.
1: Footage of the day Don't know what to say I don't know what to call it So we're gonna call it footage of the day We're gonna watch some things And we're gonna sing some sings And we're gonna talk about it And give our opinion on what we see It's kinda weird to Watch stuff on a podcast You can't see it So we have to describe our emotional reaction to it And hopefully that's enough to give you satisfying stuff. But if you really want to, you can also watch it on your own. And if you were really dedicated, you could stop the podcast right now and you could go find the video footage and then you could uh, match it up with what we're talking about (laughs) so that you can simultaneously watch it as we're reacting to it. If you were that dedicated, you could do it. And then we could say that it worked better than just hearing it. But if not, If you don't have time or if you're driving, when you listen to this, you can just listen to us reacting and then watch it later. Footage of the day. Footage of the day. Footage of the day. Footage of the day.
2: This was a mashup of the presidents of the United States of America with the Cranberry zombie. <laughs>
0: that's, I. That's a that's an interesting perspective. I, I don't think I would have ever thought of that.
2: I mean, I, I contain multitudes. I'm not. Uh, I'm not backing down on
0: that. I, I'm good. I, I I don't want you to. I, right? I wouldn't. Res- I wouldn't respect you if you waffled like that. No,
2: gotta respect the quirky quickie.
0: Oh, I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Afternoon delight. <laughs>
0: Um. So uh, first thing, uh, there's so there's a new trailer for a show called History of Swear Words. So this it's a new Netflix comedy series called History of Swear Words, which promises to explore the amusing origins of all all sorts of dirty words and cussing. The show will feature a cavalcade of guest stars, including Nick Offerman, Sarah Silverman, and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. And it's hosted. By our man, the cage, the rage in the cage, Nicolas Cage. And we're going to watch it's this just, trailer right now. I'm
2: so excited. This is bizarre and makes sense at the same time.
0: Let's watch Let's watch the trailer for Netflix's new comedy series, History of Swear Words, hosted by Nicolas Cage.
3: It is a thing of great wonder and mystery, quivering with complexity, strength, and resilience. However, also... Buried within a delicate femininity and, dare I even say, naughtiness. Look one way and you see a gentle feline innocence. Look another way and, oh my, yes, it has the power to stir our souls and intoxicate our minds. Men have died for it. Women have moved in with each other way too soon for it. And to fully capture its essence, we must plunge unafraid deep within its enchanted garden oh my friends we are so close now feast your eyes upon the very house of life and death the temple of sensuality and a term for that kid too afraid to play dodgeball in gym class behold it also could be a cat
0: it's just the word pussy written on a painted on a Canvas.
3: Ah, oh, okay.
0: Nicholas Cage is as awesome as every fiber of hair on his face and head are artificial.
2: I mean, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, <laughs> "Dude, the plugs you, are real." You look good in a weird way with your darkened beard and and plugs he He looks like Clive Owen, and he is again doing that thing. He's like, "I'm Nicholas Cage doing nicholas Cage i mean i I was loving it I, you know what I think my problem is I was hoping to see what the show is,
0: yeah, I mean it's a teaser trailer, but I think it's gonna be you know like the, that like the movies that love us or the toys that love us, yeah. or, or the toys that made us. Um, that those like like an explainer documentary. I think it's going to be that, but just about curse words.
2: Yeah, I mean, who better to host it if you? Just because, so yeah. I, I am I am digging that. It's just the, the the beard and the hair was was interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, that I mean, it was it's, interesting. It's, it's very, very not real.
2: Yes, and then uh, my other thought was like, oh. He's reading that copy off of that uh, canvas so well.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. He didn't, he
2: didn't memorize any of that.
0: Yeah, no, he was doing that. I was I was I was here for his performance.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's I it was just great.
0: Uh, it was it was definitively cage. Definitely. He was not I mean, he was not sleepwalking through this performance like these types of actors tend to when it's like you're one of those actors that like used to have a big star. You used to have a a big shining star and then you've kind of you've kind of like burned out into being one of those actors that like, will just do any project if the money's good enough. And a lot of like people just hire you to be in their thing because they want to bring some level of clout to their production, some low budget straight to DVD bullshit. And they're like, Oh yeah, like we can just get Nicholas Cage in it because he's, he'll just do it if we give him money and he doesn't charge like a whole lot. So, and then, and then you watch the movie and it's like, an hour and a half of Nicolas Cage just like fucking reading off of cue cards and barely there like he was actually he was actually doing it Um, and the second thing so um, did you see Rogue One of course you didn't see Rogue One you haven't seen regular Star Wars
2: nope hey Uh, I did which one is it
0: Rogue One was one of the Star Wars stories. It was like an offshoot story about a oh. team of mercenaries that are on a mission with, to do something. Yes. I, I honestly can't even remember what the fucking plot of the movie was.
2: I actually really like that one. Oh yeah, I think I think it ends with the movie ends with Princess Leia getting the, yes, the information. Exactly. Okay, no, I so, really like that one.
0: So it was yeah. a, it was a movie that took place before the uh like right before a new hope the first star wars movie episode yes diego Luna's is in it like literally so right before it that the end of rogue one is the opening scene of star wars a new hope
2: Yeah, no i i enjoyed that
0: and because of that uh so there are so darth vader's in the movie but you know darth vader is a guy in a costume so that's pretty easy to recreate but they there's there are a couple scenes that have Princess Leia, a young Princess Leia, in them, and a, and a scene that has uh, Grand Moff Tarkin in it, who was played by Peter Cushing, who is passed away as well. And so in the movie, they recreate. I, I mean, and Carrie Fisher wasn't even actually dead at the time um, when this movie was made. I think they oh yeah, that's right. They wouldn't have done this if Carrie Fisher was dead at the time, because I think they would have been regarded as disrespectful. But um, they they recreated a young um, 1977 Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia in the movie <laughs> using CGI and facial um, replacement technology. And they also recreated um, Peter Cushing as Grand Moff Tarkin in the film. And these are they're CGI characters um, in the movie. Now, um, somebody has taken... The, the the thing when you watch the movie is like when you see them they're pretty good the recreations are yeah. fairly good but if you stare at them long enough and in certain angles they they're not perfect and they can sometimes tend to veer into the territory of like the uncanny valley kind of creepy a little bit so somebody has taken footage of these two characters in the movie and used deep faking technology to do better versions of them. Um, and we're going to watch these real quick. But more importantly, uh, after we watch them, I'm going to briefly explain why the new versions are better and why the movie versions of them could not be like this. Okay. But we'll watch this. We'll watch this. Really. So these, these are scenes of Grand Moff Tarkin and Princess Leia from Rogue One, but they've been redone by a fan, um, using deep fake technology to replace the CGI that was in the movie.
3: Your concern's hardly warranted. If saying it would only make it so. All Imperial forces have been evacuated and I stand ready to destroy the entire moon. That won't be necessary. We need a statement, not a manifesto. The holy city will be enough for today.
0: So that was a comparison between the movie version of Grand Moff Tarkin and this deep faked version.
3: Apparently you've lost a rather talkative cargo pilot. Governor Tarkin, the Senate will be of little concern. When has become now, Director Krennic, the Emperor will tolerate no further delay. You have made time an ally of the rebellion. I will not. So
0: the CGI movie version on Its own looks pretty good, I I but when compared to the deep fake version, it's not even close. It looks the deep fake version looks way better. The deep fake version looks legitimately real. The CGI version, you can tell that it is digital in some way. the, the deep fake version, it just looks like fucking Peter Cushing in
1: 1977. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's blatantly better. I
1: think this yeah. Acted alone.
3: He was dispatched from the installation on Edo.
2: The deep fake uh, makes uh, the original look like the character from Lord of the of Ring, Ring Gollum. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: The original plans for this
1: station are kept there, are they not? Are they not? are. They Prepare for the jump to hyperspace...
2: But I wonder if that deep fake is... It seems like it's just a lot of shading. I mean,
0: I'm sure that they applied shading to it, but that's that's a technique that people use in movies to cover up digital things in general. So that's the deep fake. Yeah, they didn't show a comparison of the original one, but I've, I've actually seen the comparison before.
2: Wait, this is the. Oh, see, now that makes me mad because now I can't tell.
0: Yeah, they, they didn't show the comparison for the Princess Leia one. Um, That seems stupid. uh, But I've seen it. I've seen the comparison before of that one. It was in a different video and it is better. Um, I was
2: going to, before you get into it, I was going to be like, Andrew, it's the same shit. Who cares? And then the second scene for uh, uh, Peter Christian, I was like, oh, when he turns and I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. no, that there's a discernible difference.
0: So the so the reason why it's better and also the reason why the real movie version doesn't just use that technology instead. The reason why it's better is because in the movie, it's CGI. They've they're using they're they're using motion capture. They get an actor and they have this actor perform the the role and they have they use their their face, their facial expressions their mouth movements, everything like that. They use that as facial capture. And, mo- and 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 um, motion capture to then reconstruct Peter Cushing's face using CGI, using image reference to create CGI a CGI version of him. So that is a digital. It's essentially a. It's an artistic effort. It's somebody creating his face in CGI using 3D modeling. The deep fake is literally just his actual face. It's not a CGI recreation.
2: Oh. It is, it is his actual
0: face. It is Peter Cushing's actual photographic face put into the movie. Interesting. And, and the way that works is you. F- you it's, it's an algorithm. You feed it a bunch of images of Peter Cushing from all different angles. So you feed it like. Tons and tons of footage of the real Peter Cushing in movies, and they probably and and the cl- the the more accurate to like what you want him to look like, the better. So they probably fed the algorithm every scene of Grand Moff Tarkin from the original Star Wars movie, um, because mm-hmm. that's the closest reference they're looking for. Because that's what they're they're recreating Grand Moff Tarkin from. Star Wars in 1977. So they want that version of Peter Cushing. But if, but since he's n- not in that movie a lot, they probably also found other footage from Peter Cushing in movies from that time period, um, trying their best to match up film stock and making, making sure the movies kind of looked similar to what Star <laughs> Wars looks like. Um, and they fed all of that footage into the algorithm. The algorithm looks at the footage and it studies the photo reference. It learns what Peter Cushing's face looks like it learns what his facial features do in certain situations. It learns what his facial features look like at every angle. It learns what they do whenever his mouth opens, when it closes, when his eyes widen when his when his eyebrows shift um, whenever his nose you know twinkles or whatever every like subtle facial feature that a person makes when he blinks, it studies what all of his entire face as a whole does in every one of those scenarios and it learns that and they and it keeps looking at it over and over again and the, and the algorithm will essentially do will do epochs where it'll it'll look at them once and then it'll look at them all again and it'll look at them all again and again and again and the more powerful your computer is the the more powerful your processor is the more times in the in the 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 faster it can look at the images over and over again so if you have a slow computer, it'll look at the images over and over again, but it might take, it could take weeks or years to, to look at the images enough times to learn how to accurately recreate the face. Or if you have a really fast computer or several computers linked together as a supercomputer, then it could take minutes to look at this image, these images over and over again, like billions of times. So the more it looks at them, the more it learns. And then you also feed it the footage that you want to replace with. So they'll feed it in that footage from Rogue One of Grand Moff Tarkin with the different actor who's playing in the body double. And it learns his facial features in all those scenes. And it looks at them over and over and over and over again. And then it matches them up. And it says, in this moment, this actor's mouth is opening. This is what it looks like whenever Peter Cushing's, Cushing's mouth opens in that exact way. And then it takes that imagery. And it just puts it onto the face. So it's taking the literal imagery that you're that you are feeding it, and it's taking that data and it's placing it onto the face of the actor. So in effect, that that deepfake, it's actual footage of Peter Cushing that's been programmatically and algorithmically applied to a new face. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of when you deep fake. You're, it's not CGI, it's not something covering, it's, 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 it's literally taking the data of footage from a face and just applying it to new footage. So when you look at it, it's not CGI, it's just literally his actual face. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it looks better. It looks better because it's not a CGI recreation, it's not an interpretation, it's his literal face.
2: It's the real face, the original.
0: The reason why the movie version doesn't just do that because it's blatantly better is because it takes way longer and it's way more expensive. It's fine for a fan, some regular person to do that on their own for a couple key moments like that.
1: Right. But in order to
0: actually do that for the full movie, it would be impossibly expensive, at least at this point,
1: not impossibly expensive, but
0: more expensive than they can handle for a production.
2: What's also interesting too, is I'm sure the people that do this work professionally obviously know this, but I wonder if they hear stuff like this and people are like, this deep fake is better. Why do they do it that way? And they're just like, shut up. Here's I mean, why.
0: That's a hundred percent what happens because that's what people say when they when like, when people see these deepfakes fakes like this or when a fan fixes CGI <sighs> in a movie fixed it for you. Yeah. Always like there's the, the reaction is always like, why don't they just, ha- why don't they just have, I don't they just hire this guy to do it. Or like, why, why <laughs> like modern CGI sucks. And like these people that make these movies suck or whatever, but, and that's a hundred percent, I'm, I'm sure all these special effects are not all these visual effects artists. I'm sure they all are just so annoyed because they're just like, I could do that. And I know how to do it. And I know that it's better, but it's just impossible to do on the, on the time frame and the budget of a major theatrical production. Uh, or yes. major Hollywood production. It's just we just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm it's sure like it's, it's like if, you know, if like an animated TV show. For a for a TV show where they have where they produce weekly episodes, they they purposely cut corners and they do simplistic animation to account for the budgets that they have and the time frame that they have. Whereas you have like a meticulously crafted animated film like a Hayao Miyazaki film where every frame is lovingly crafted and it would be like if somebody watched a Hayao Miyazaki film and were like why can't you know why can't SpongeBob look like this and it's like that would be impossible they could yeah. not do this on their budget and their time frame
2: yeah that's really interesting that you could do it for like a couple of seconds and then you're just or like a minute and then you're like that that's it
0: yeah it would it would be it would just be way too expensive and way too time consuming because it takes a long yeah. time to do those epochs like p- those deep fakers like they'll just sit there and let those algorithms train for like weeks, mm-hmm. and yeah, the more the, the, and the more they let it train, the better it gets.
1: Th- nobody got time for that in
0: yeah. the real world. I, I did a deep fake one time. Where I learned how to I learned how to deep fake and I did a deep fake and I let it I let it run for a full day, and it was deep faking. Um. It was deep faking Robert Downey Jr.'s face over Shia LaBeouf's face. And it looked like shit. It, <laughs> lo- it looked like fucking shit. After, uh. a, after a full day of training the algorithm, it looked like shit.
2: That's so funny. After one day.
0: I was basically like, all right, I learned how to do that. Maybe someday I can do a better one when I, when I have a supercomputer.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and so... Uh, we do not have a can you go for that segment today because really wasn't any rumors besides the whole bigger rumor of all the Spider-Man three stuff, which mm-hmm. kind of just got worked into the bigger news story. Um, so instead, we're going to go before we before we wrap things up. We're going to go into our final segment.
2: Can I make a request? Yeah. Can you do the song, the final countdown to the final story?
0: The final story?
2: Because we're at the final story. We're at the final story right
0: now. The the final countdown. Can you make it the final Um, countdown? Let's see. This will be really cool if
2: you just come off the dome off of this. (laughs) It's it's getting there.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait, hold on. Wait, one second.
2: <laughs> this is so good. Here we go. Let's get some research down. Final card down guitar tabs. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm so glad I asked this. Let's see.
0: But no, it's not.
2: That was that sounded.
1: (laughs) Uh.
2: Yeah.
0: Get there, Uh, Andrew. So that's that. But then okay, that counts. Uh, Where's this? Is all just where's the?
2: It doesn't said there's riff. Oh, those are a bunch of riffs. Oh wow, you get the first part down. I
0: just want, I just want the chords. You want the?
2: It's the final countdown.
1: Uh, Guitar chords.
0: I'll get down guitar chords. It's F sharp minor, so.
1: There you go.
2: fascinating to
0: watch okay that's 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 enough that's fine enough okay all right thank you so
1: it's the final story wait, wait, wait. fuck you're the so story. there story. go story. it's the final story final story it's the final it's the final story it's the final story
2: That was a long walk, but totally worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Maybe uh, I kind of
0: want to do these do songs for every segment all the time and not just like improv, improv out these shitty versions. <laughs> so maybe I'll, maybe I'll like legitimately learn that song and then do that every time for the. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, so for today's final story, uh, George Lucas reveals why he really sold Star Wars to Disney. Uh, for original fans of the Star Wars movies, the greatest tragedy the franchise suffered from was when its creator, George Lucas, decided to sell the series to Disney in 2012. I don't agree with that at all. The greatest tragedy of the franchise was whenever he made the prequels. Mm-hmm. Facts. And then him selling it to Disney was like a shred of hope at the time of like, oh shit, maybe somebody else will like do these better than him because he's so in his own head about what the franchise is supposed to be. And maybe it'll, it could do good to have like a, fresh set of eyes on it. Um, and whatever whatever your opinion is on the Disney movies that ended up coming out, that was, I think, the thought process back then was like, oh, maybe maybe a new creative team will like reinvigorate the franchise.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, author Paul Duncan has presented an extract from his upcoming book about Star Wars in which Lu- uh, Lucas admits that he stepped away from the giant franchise he kick- kickstarted in order to spend more time with his family. I'd, be, I'd still be working on episode, uh, what is this?
2: Oh God! Is that uh, nine? I don't know. What, is what is, numerals, what is what
0: is IXI? I know. I know IX is nine.
2: Nine. Is IX it's IXI
0: ten? No, because ten is ten is just X. Because the way the yeah. Roman numerals are is like it's like it's adding like like f- five is V. And then yeah, six and then, is VI, and then seven is VII, and then eight is VIII, and then X is 10, and then nine is IX because you subtract one from nine. Yeah. And then 11 is XI. XI, and 12 is XII, yeah. But what is I- IXI? I don't know, man. I don't even know. Uh, i still be working on episode whatever in 2012. Uh, in 2012, I was 69. So the question was Am I going to keep doing this for the rest of my life? Do I want to go through this again? Finally, I decided I'd rather raise my daughter and enjoy life for a while. I could have not sold Lucasfilm and gotten somebody to run the productions, but that isn't retiring. On The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, I tried to stay out of the way, but I couldn't. I was there every day. Even uh, though the people were friends of mine and they did great work, it wasn't the same as me doing it. It was like being being once removed. I knew that probably wouldn't work again, that I'd be frustrated. I'm one of those micromanager guys and I can't help it. So I figured I would forgo that, enjoy what I had, and I was looking forward to raising my daughter. Also, I wanted to build a museum, which I'd always wanted to do. So I was thinking, if I don't do this now, I'll never get that done. I've spent my life creating Star Wars, 40 years, and giving it up was very, very painful, but it was the right thing to do. I thought I was going to have a little bit more to say about the next three because I'd already started them, but they decided they wanted to do something else. Things don't always work out the way you want. Life is like that.
2: I'm going to streamline this. Why did he sell it to Disney? That bag. (laughs) That bag, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, dude. You can say anything you want about it, but you and and rightfully so, because everyone won because he got that bag and Star Wars is definitely much better. And I'm saying that as a guy who didn't even care about Star Wars. So we all win. But let's
1: just call it what it is.
0: Well a lot of a lot of fanboys who don't like the new movies didn't win. But I'll also I that. guess who cares?
1: Yeah.
0: And that has been
1: the final story. Yeah. The final story.
2: Nice.
0: And uh, on that note, thank you listen- Thank you for listening. If you liked this uh, messy, quirky quickie where I'm just <laughs> crapping out these bad improv songs. All quirky uh, quickies are messy. Fun yeah, fact. Yes. Uh, and you haven't done so yet. Feel, uh, th- consider subscribing. If you have a friend you think would like the show and you, uh, you know, feel free to share it with them. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with the podcast as well as all the nostalgia content we post on a daily basis, you can uh, find us on Facebook by searching Nostalgia. And that's us, the official Nostalgia Facebook page with the blue check mark next to our name. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nostalgia. Um, if you have a question, comment, or concern, and you want it to be maybe be talked about on the show, you can email us at nostalgiacastpod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay f- healthy,
2: healthy f- baby. Cookie
0: quickies are are mind numbing. Yeah. Uh, stay safe. Stay healthy. Um. And uh, stay. Stay. Sexy. Stay sexy. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah.